Welcome, welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. I'm your host, Lauren Loretto. Today we're talking about Facebook ads. <laughs> I feel like I've been getting this question a lot lately. Should I run Facebook ads? I have a friend who texted me, hey, do you think Facebook ads would be worth it? And while I love getting asked these questions, it's funny because at my company, we don't actually offer Facebook advertising as like an implementation, but I will sit here and tell you all day whether or not I think it's a good idea. So like I said, I get this question a lot. Should I be running Facebook ads? And should I be running Instagram ads? Just FYI, in case you didn't know, Facebook owns Instagram. It's all the metaverse, meta stuff. So that is all run through the same platform. So Facebook and Instagram ads are run in the same place. Ever since inception, it's gotten so wild. I mean, I'll get into this a little bit in a second, but my backgrounds in Facebook ads. So before I get there, though, my answer is always the same when someone asks, should I run Facebook ads? Facebook ads are very powerful when done correctly. They're also super daunting. If you've ever taken a second and peeked in the back end of what's called Facebook Business Manager and looked at the ads and ad accounts and all the potentials to run ads, it is daunting. It's like a spaceship back there, which, okay, so going to like my background, I worked at an advertising agency at this advertising agency. My role was in paid advertising. And so we were doing paid ads and then we were also doing we were doing Facebook ads. And and at the time Instagram, I don't think was running ads yet. I don't even think like you could post videos to Instagram at the time. Not to date myself or anything. <laughs> like stories weren't a thing. Crazy times. So it was all Facebook ads. And I remember going in there the first time and like it was a spaceship. And I was like, I don't know how to work this. This is so daunting. But you pick it up really quickly. And my job mainly was to run those ads and then take the insights from those ads or take the data from those ads and like develop insights and tell clients, hey, based on how this ad performed, here's what we recommend doing. It was a wild journey, but enough to be a full-time job to work on one client. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. They're so powerful. Facebook ads are so powerful but only if you have a solid foundation in your marketing. And I say the same thing when it comes to PR. So going back to like my background a little bit, I worked on Facebook ads that had <laughs> like hundreds of thousands of dollars in budget. And these companies were companies that had solid foundations as businesses. They were household names. And so, yeah, they're, they're running Facebook ads, but that doesn't mean that like as an individual, as a service provider, as like a small shop, that Facebook ads won't work for you. But there is one thing that all people, all businesses who run Facebook ads should have in common, and it's that you need a presence elsewhere. You can't just be running ads if your website doesn't have everything it needs to push someone through to convert with you, if you have no other social presence. There's also, I see companies run Instagram ads without an actual like built out Instagram profile. Like there is no profile or there aren't any followers or content on that profile. And that's like very misleading because most people aren't going to convert on an ad right away. They're going to look into the company. And that just goes back. I did a whole podcast on this, but like that goes back to the customer journey and how people need to know, like, and trust before they they really convert. But the cool thing about Facebook ads is, like, they don't need to convert on the first ad. And that's not how you should run your strategy either, in my opinion. It should definitely have a layered approach. I'm not going to get deep into, like, how to run Facebook ads today, but I'm going to 
do a little bit more to educate you on Facebook ads and what you should do to like really set yourself up for that. Facebook ads work really well once you are consistently creating content, once you have a way to nurture leads and your audience through your email list or SMS, or you have a website that's already proving conversions organically. And I'm going to get into why. Like that is so important. Once you have those things, ads will make sense. And it's not just $500 or $1,000 a month. Like some people think that not to put anyone down if you think this way, but that's not going to do the most for you. To see results, especially as a service-based business, you are going to need a hefty budget and you're going to have to pay for those leads. Think about it this way. The more expensive your service or your offer, the more money you need to put. And I, I don't know the math off the top of my head. I'm sure there's someone with a formula out there who can tell you, but like more money, more problems. <laughs> if it's more money for your service, you have to put more money into your ads. And they will convert, but you have to be willing to dedicate thousands of dollars per month for it to work. I'm not sugarcoating anything. That is just how it is. In my mind, Facebook ads are like a really good salesperson. (laughs) Like you have to put your mind in that place. So whether you eventually hire a company to run your ads or you do it yourself, here are some core recommendations I have for you before you start running ads. And I have three, so pen and paper if you want. I'll go through them quickly. The first one is to have a very crystal clear, I mean like crystal, what movie is that from? Someone DM me. (laughs) Crystal clear explanation of your audience. Okay, so this might sound redundant and you may have this already, but it really is crucial like a very big crucial part to running ads since you can target potential clients and customers so granularly. That's what's really cool about Facebook ads. Now, over the years, they've definitely stripped back on like what kind of targeting you can do. And that's just simply because of like ad policies and um, discrimination and stuff like that. But you can still you can still to an extent really target exactly who you're getting in front of. You can't target race, but you can target language, stuff like that. So you need to be thinking, what is their age range? What is their gender? What are their interests? What are their purchasing behaviors? Do they hang out more on Facebook or Instagram? Like these are all things that when you are setting up the tool or when you're working with a company that's doing it for you, they're going to ask these very specific questions and you need to have the answers to that so that you can be one step ahead and get in front of your ideal audience. Okay, so the second thing is you need to have an email list and a solid start of nurture sequences based on point of entry. I've heard recently that like nurture sequences are dead. They are not dead. (laughs) Nurture sequences are a way of automating one-on-one touch points. So they are not dead and I will advocate for them for probably the next five years. Check in with me in five years. (laughs) So here's the thing. People don't buy from people they don't know, like, and trust. And trust is something that is rather challenging and difficult to obtain on social media alone. And the reason for this is that everyone in everyone is inundated with everyone else that they follow. I mean, think about it this way. When you open social media, you're in control and you're scrolling. When you open your email inbox, yeah, you're in control of what you open and don't open, but you have to read like the name or the subject line before you decide to trash it, right? 
that's why emails are still so important, especially for B2B, because B2B is checking their email because we have this magical thing where we have clients coming into our inbox, but we're also getting marketed to. So we're going to read those catchy subject lines and we might open that email and we're seeing you showing up consistently in our inboxes. So you're staying top of mind. I mean, I'll get off my high horse about email, but this is so important. You don't need to have a big email list, although that can help because there's instances where you can use your email list, bear with me, to create something called a lookalike audience where you can upload those emails to the Facebook business manager and it creates an audience based on those people. It's it's wild. It's mind-blowing. The algorithm does its thing. That's what people mean when they say the algorithm. It's just, it's crazy. So anyways, having an email list helps, but at least having a point of entry where people can put their email in and you are nurturing them somehow, whether that's a nurture sequence, whether that's a weekly newsletter, bi-weekly newsletter, monthly newsletter, something, making sure that you are getting them in the middle of funnel there. If you're like, what is that? I have so many podcasts on the funnel. Go check them out. But anyways, emails have a chance to be much more personalized, way less overlooked. You need to use and nurture your email list. Okay, the third thing to think about before you start running ads is knowing your conversion rate. So I kind of mentioned this earlier. If you have our updated Metrics Mothership spreadsheet, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go grab it now. The link is in the show notes. And uh, shameless plug there. If you download the Mothership every week-ish, I send another email about metrics and just how to understand metrics for your business and make data-driven decisions. So if you download that, metrics mothership, you'll get access to that. Anyways, so your conversion rate tells you how many people visit your website versus how many people purchase. And it's a percent. And it doesn't necessarily have to be purchased. Like it could be a form fill, a button click, a phone call. In the mothership, we cover form fills and and I think it's buttons clicked, form fills and purchases. When you run Facebook ads, you need to match that conversion rate with your own. So, for example, there's like this swinging scale of like 2 to 5% across all industries is the average conversion rate. So, let's say you have 100 people visit your website and to convert, that is your 2% conversion rate. Oh my gosh, you might have to check my math on that. But that means if you need more than two people to fill out a form on your website or more than two people to purchase, you need to increase the amount of traffic going to your website another story for another day, but knowing your conversion rate will help you mirror that over to Facebook ads and know like what is possible for your business and your industry. So relevant. So it really allows you to do the math, understand what's working, what's not working, and really actually help you predict your ROI because that'll tell you what you can afford for ad spend as well, knowing like what your ROI can be. So those are the three main, but it really doesn't stop there. Know that when you look to run an ad campaign, there are layers of strategy to think about. I could go really deep into this, but instead I'll just say make sure your creative hits home. And creative is that imagery you use, the video, the copy. You have so little time to capture your viewer. It needs to be impactful. One thing I like to recommend doing, this is a little secret, go to Facebook ads library, just Google that, and then type in like some of your competitors or people who you know might be running ads in your space and you can see what they're running. You can see their ads and you can get an idea for what the competition is doing. If you've ever been served ads on Instagram, you're like, wow, that was good. That got me. Screenshot that and go save it in a folder somewhere and use that as inspiration when and if you ever do decide to run ads. Most Facebook ads companies that you might partner with to like run ads, 
A lot of them will do creative, but honestly, I just find it so much better if you're really, really involved in your own marketing to have an opinion in that. So gather that inspiration, figure out the message you want to portray, start making notes on those things now, even if it's not something you're going to do for a while, make notes on those things now. So if any of the above, (laughs) above, if any of what I just discussed is not in check, not the actual Facebook ad side of things, but like what you need to do to be prepared pausing so I can toot my own horn here, guys, (laughs) and my amazing team's horn. I'm telling you, if you don't have those things in check, I promise we can help you. We're all about marketing strategies that save you time while increasing your visibility and obviously like having a really good time doing it. We've helped over 150 clients, which is crazy, (laughs) see an average increase of 157% month over month website traffic, achieve email open rates of over 50% and click-through rates of over 7%. If you know anything about email, that's pretty awesome. And we've upped their conversion rates from one to upwards of three to five, which is industry average and then some. So another thing we're really proud of is helping our clients rank on the first page of Google, which also helps people who are not just window shopping, but ready to buy. That is so important. We really like to help you guys do that. Obviously, I dish a ton of details and strategies and thoughts on my podcast. So if you tune in, thank you for listening. I really like to help, <laughs> helping where I can. But if you are interested in talking with us more about some of these foundations and really setting yourself up for success, book a call with me. Links in the show notes. Or you can head to our website, brandgoodtime.com, and check out all of our services. I really hope you found this helpful today, especially because, like I said, I get this question a lot. I know it's probably crossed your mind once or twice, especially if you've listened all the way through to the end of this podcast. Facebook ads are just another strategy, and they are possible. They are attainable. They can work, but they are layered. Make sure you are partnered with people who can help you or that you are hiring a company who can do it for you. Unless you are an expert, it's not something you really want to try and bootstrap on your own. I will say that. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you enjoyed, please leave a review and some stars. (laughs) Would really appreciate it. Would help me find other listeners. And I will see you guys on the next episode. (laughs) 